How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Enter Code Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ryan Welch. I'm with Triple J, John Jefferson Jr. Hi. He sounds like someone who just went through a four-hour movie. There's the yawn. All right. <laughs> what? I didn't watch four-hour movie. What? Uh, yeah, four-hour miniseries? Yeah. What do you want to call that? We'll get to that here in a second. Yes, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, today's podcast, we are talking about Justice League. And I guess I... Well, sorry. I now need to clarify, don't I? Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. I can't just say Justice League anymore. No. Um, we're going to talk about that tonight. We're going to talk about somehow how this thing got made, what we liked, what we didn't like, and all kinds of groovy good stuff. The sleep that we lost. All that oh, fun stuff. yes, absolutely. But in case you don't remember, this is the Undercode Podcast. We like to talk about lots of nerdy things that interest us. We're just two dads hanging out in northern Utah, living, living the dream. It's a good dream. It is a good dream for a brief moment because we don't get any sleep, but that's fine. Sleep is overrated. You sleep, can sleep when you're dead. Sleep is very overrated. We are so happy that you could join us for this episode. If you ever want to leave a comment or leave a, a topic that we can discuss on a future episode, you can go on our social media website, social media websites, social media pages. <laughs> we're on Facebook and we're on Twitter at EnterCodePod. We're on Instagram at EnterCodePodcast. Or you can go to anchor.fm and you can leave us a voicemail. Just search EnterCodePodcast and you'll find us. If you do leave a voicemail, A, proud of you, good for you. And second, we'll splice it into the episode somehow, some way. We have the technology. We have the tools. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, let's 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 jump into this. Um Zack Snyder's Justice League is I I think I feel I feel like this will forever be known as a miracle. Yes. Going for for some backstory, and, and John, if I'm wrong, please correct me. Okay. So back in ye olden days of uh 2017. Is that when it came out? I think so. Something like that. 2017. Zack Snyder, working on his Justice League movie. Tragedy happens in his family. Uh, he lost his daughter, I believe. Um, with, with, you know, with reason. Could not finish. Um, could not finish the movie. Warner Brothers brings in uh, Josh Whedon, who directed the first two Avengers. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, and, you know, I think he did what he was told to do. Um, yeah, he didn't, he didn't do the true vision that we needed. No, no. Or at least the true vision that whatever Zack Snyder was going for. Mm -hmm. Um, the movie came out and it was pretty abysmal. I, I think it's safe to say the cast is enjoyable. You know, the, 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 the actors and actresses who we got, you know, obviously, uh, for Superman and Wonder Woman and everybody, you know, I, th I think they're cast pretty well. I wanted my money back. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was just the overall flow of the movie was terrible, awful. It felt rushed. Well, yeah, it was only two hours. I felt less than that. Did it? Hang on, keep talking. No, you don't have to keep talking. Um, I mean, I'm looking I at... <laughs> uh, I, I, I read the other day that apparently this was a... Um, kind of a normal thing for Warner Brothers to try and keep their, like, superhero movies um, to two hours. 
Hmm. And and maybe I'm wrong. I feel like I'm. I mean, I don't know. I don't remember them saying that like officially. But I mean, that would make sense. I mean, most movies are about two hours. I mean, that should be enough time to give enough backstory and mm-hmm. development progression. Yeah, this was three uh, a two hour movie. Okay. Back in back in the olden days of 2017, uh, so. It, it was just a convoluted mess. You know, storyline just wasn't clear. And it, it definitely felt like two different people were making a movie. And okay. then you had corporate people above them telling them what to do make. this. So, long story short, for many, many a year, we had the fans wanting to release the Snyder Cut. Because that was that rumor, mm-hmm. right? That Zack Snyder, before he had to leave the project, had all this footage of of that that you know he was i don't know if he was thinking of just keeping it or you know maybe he was gonna edit it in a different way you know for that two hour time span um i nevertheless by some weird miracle we finally got the actual snyder's cut Mm -hmm. a four hour and two minute movie long very very long john I don't have to ask you this because I already know, but tell the people, did you watch it in one sitting? I did. Wow. Wow. That's brave. Yeah. That's bold. I mean, I had to take a little break sitting there. I had to put my daughter to bed and, you know, potty breaks and had to refuel with food to keep me awake. But (laughs) let's just say I went to bed happy that night at like two, three in the morning. Okay. When did you start it? Uh, At like eight. Okay, okay. So, yeah, yeah. A few breaks here and there. And, yeah, I think I remember getting a text from you at about 2 in the morning. I, I, we tried as best we could, uh, my wife Manuel and I. We got through half of it the first night, and then we had to finish it the second night. Which I'm okay with. Which I'll, I'll, I, I, I guess part of me, especially with WandaVision and now Falcon and Winter Soldier... I'm really digging these long cuts of superhero um, superhero content, but breaking it up. You know, I love WandaVision. Great, great series. Honestly, it might be kind of in my top five of all the Marvel Ooh. products. Um, I, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And I just, I enjoyed the episodes. I enjoyed once a week being able to watch, you know, 30, 40 minutes. I like that Falcon and Winter Soldier are going to be following the same thing. And while Justice League is all, you know, it's together, all one movie, it's broken up into chapters, Mm -hmm. which I appreciate. And the chapters work pretty well where they're roughly 30 to 40 minutes each. And it, it, it works. I think it works for me having... You know, these stories fleshed out instead of rushed. Because, I I don't know about you, but no matter what superhero movie I watch, even like Endgame and Infinity War, where they were, what, three hours long? Mm -hmm. Still felt a little rushed in some areas. You think so? A little bit. I do. Okay. I mean, I I just, I appreciate having, I, I honestly appreciate the TV format where I have lots of episodes to flesh out characters. And I think with Justice League, that was one of the huge, biggest benefits of having that show was Zack Snyder was able to flush out some of these characters. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, so anyway, yeah, we watched it, um, yeah, a couple hours, got to chapter four the first night, and then finished it the night after. Um, 
Manuela technically didn't finish it because she fell asleep, but that's okay. It's okay. She was sleepy tired. We forget. Very, very tired. And you know what? I'm assuming it's going to be on HBO Max for a while. Ain't going nowhere. Well, I didn't see any. You know, they have that special deal right now where some of these Warner Brother movies are going to be limited run, um, mm. opening on in theaters as well as on HBO Max. Right. So, you know, like the Academy Award winning Tom Jerry, Tom and Jerry, um, will be leaving the service soon. I know you're crushed. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I, I know. Tom and Jerry. What a movie! What a movie! Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> okay, I, I don't, I don't think it was nominated. I really hope not. Otherwise, no. I'd feel very silly. It got ripped apart. Anyway, yes. So <laughs> l- let's dive into Justice League. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Okay. I, I, I think we. It's going to be hard to break down every detail, but I think. We can kind of talk about some main things here. Okay. One, what he added. And two, was it worth what he added? I think that's kind of the main things here. We have a four-hour movie. He added a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Cut some things. Bravo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, As much as I love the silliness of um, that family trying to escape at the very end of the oh, yeah. first cut. I didn't miss that. No, it was gone and I'm just like, yes, thank <laughs> you. I, 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 the, the world was at stake. I didn't need an additional family crisis, a crisis like, that they yeah. had to, to take care of. Um, so let's, let's jump in and talk about the stuff he added and what we liked. Off the top of your head, John, what were some things that you enjoyed about this cut that were that were a bit different from so the right first off the bat, like even like the introduction like it felt better mm-hmm. instead of it being you know superman talking to the kids of why he wears the s on his chest it's just you're seeing him dying and spoilers if you haven't seen it we're going to talk about spoilers oh yes that's right seen it what's wrong with you this episode this episode will be full spoilers starting now the yes. 10 minute mark um, Shabam. We will try and warn you, I, I guess, in the description. You know what? I don't even need to put anything in the description. It's going to be spoiler the entire thing. Yes. So, and if you live living under a rock, then shame on you. Well, and and I, I get it. You know, maybe you don't want to watch a four-hour movie. I understand after going through this four-hour movie. over days. Yes. Break it up. It, it, I, it works so well, just having it broken up. So, yes. Spoilers. Okay, John, go. Yes. So right off the bat, I love the introduction of, you know, how impactful it was of like Superman dying. Because, you know, in the comics, Superman being killed by Doomsday was very traumatic. Because Superman is like the, such a iconic character and you think he's invincible. And then you finally, he's defeated. And it's just seeing like the ripple effect of all the superheroes and just, I just love the attention to detail. And for me as like a comic book fan, like I was geeking out the whole time. I'm like, oh! Oh, okay, cool. And but also, I have to shut off my comic brain because I know they're not going to do it a hundred percent to what happens in the comics. Oh, true, true. It has to work for their universe, and it's going to be darker. So in my head, I'm like, is this going to be okay for my kid? Nope. And it's rated R. Is it going to be okay for my wife's taste? Um, maybe. Okay, we'll see. Let Let's. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in right there. The reason why it's R is there are, I would say, a handful of F-bombs. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it, I would say the majority of it actually happened towards the beginning where you're introduced. If you've seen the original film, Wonder Woman comes in and breaks up this terrorist attack at this museum in England. Um, 
Spoiler alert, in this version, you actually kind of get a reason why these guys are coming in and, and mm-hmm. doing their badness and what they're doing. Um, in the grand scheme, did it matter? No, but it's just a nice little touch of like, okay, that's why they're being jerks. Anyway, there was like some guards that, you know, threw in some F-bombs in there. Um, and so that and some CGI blood, I think, throughout, um, which, yeah... Was it necessary? No. 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 It, it definitely wasn't necessary. Um, I, I don't necessarily need blood to know that these are big bad people with super strength yeah. that are yeah. doing some damage. You know, like, I, I definitely don't need that. So, yeah, spoiler alert. Again, rated R. Those are the main things why it's rated R. Yeah. Um, you, you still have some naughty words in there that are found in PG-13 movies, but... It's really the CGI blood and the the, the handful of F-bombs. But with that being said, with it being rated R, it wasn't as as rated R like content-wise as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was going to be much worse, much darker. Mm-hmm. Everybody's dying, blood, guts, shots in the face, all that stuff. But that didn't happen, which I was okay with. Right. Yeah. I it I think they could have honestly cut just a little bit and it would have been just fine. Um and they could have made it PG thirteen. You know, mm-hmm. it could have it, it would have been a darker PG thirteen, but you know, that that's part of the DC movie universe, right? They're kind of all dark and broody and moody and blah 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 blah. You know. Swear to me. <laughs> oh, they love their their the darkness, don't they? Yeah. Um so what what else? What else did you did you that stood out to you? Um well I like that yeah, the chapters were long, but it like you had so much more character development. Like mm-hmm. you got to see more kind of like the growth and the backstory for like, you know, for the individual characters instead of just throwing them together and they gotta save the world. Mm-hmm. It's okay, you know, you had this backstory for the Amazons and you know and Diana and Cyborg, Flash, Aquaman, like why they are the way they are instead of just they're superheroes. Let's put them together, make a movie. It's yeah. okay. They're dealing with, you know, Aquaman. I'm half human, half Atlantean. I don't know where I belong, but I'm also trying to do right by people. Batman's trying to do right to make amends for basically being the reason Superman died. Mm-hmm. So he feels he needs to put these people together. Cyborg is trying to find his humanity and. You know, he's still blaming his father, which that kind of felt like a stereotypical black story. Just me. Mm. Fathers. Oh, that's interesting. Are, you know, in most stories, in black stories, the father is kind of absentee and the mother's kind of the caretaker when the mother's out of the picture. Sometimes the father tries to make amends, but there's that rough patch. Mm -hmm. So that kind of hit home. Yeah. Just, you know, not me personally, but just kind of experiences that I've had. And with like friends and stuff growing up and right. watching those type of movies. But yeah, it just, it was just nice to just see more reasoning behind it. And just kind of like the little, like with the flash, like when he met Iris, like they introduced her Yeah, and it was cool. Like the little aspect of, he's like, you know, he has to pretend that he's slow. So he was late to his job interview. And then the little aspect of like, you know, he goes to run and his shoes burn. So he's running around barefoot and right. he grabs a hot dog to, have the dogs come be next to him after everything happened and it's just I don't know it's just I, I don't have a lot of negativity to say about this movie yeah yeah no that, that's that's totally fine I, I think in, in you know this is just my opinion in the original Justice League 
you know, Batman and Wonder Woman, I think, were were fleshed out pretty well. Mm-hmm. You know, not not bad. The, I, again, there's a lot of problems with the first one. But in here, they didn't need a ton of backstory, but there was a little bits here and there added to Batman and Wonder Woman that made it, again, just, just a little more that flushed out their detail, right? I, I think that the main people that were helped the most by this cut were uh, for me it was it was flash and it was cyborg mm-hmm. um you get a few more moments with with barry and his dad which i think were very cool especially with his dad like pleading for him to stop coming because he's just worried about what he's doing to barry which mm-hmm. is i think is very part uh, a big part of that flash universe right just you know the the things that he does that he's doing for his dad and and the guilt that his dad's feeling about all this um yeah obviously the main one though cyborg cyborg was the one that he got a ton of backstory um and interesting that you brought that up i i i didn't think of it that way um it being like stereotypical but only just because of the i guess with the comics background mm-hmm. you know you, you if i remember with some of the the comics i've read with cyborg in it there's there has always been kind of tension between him and oh yeah him and dad you know it's like almost like blaming dad for taking away his humanity when dad was just kind of trying to save him and mm-hmm. you know coming to grips with that is has been very very hard um honestly i think aquaman though i i think the additional scenes with him didn't help him that much you know and the reason why is I think, honestly, having that super bright and colorful Aquaman movie kind of ruined the scenes that were Oh, right, because it didn't really, like, coincide with each other. Right. Like, even, like, Volko, like, you know, seeing him in Justice League with that super long hair, and it's like... Yeah. That looks weird with Willem Dafoe with that golden mane. It it does. And, and, you know, in the movie, in the Aquaman movie, it's all tied up in a nice little bun. You know, it's like, whatever. Like, but the, the whole making the air bubble for them to talk... Yeah. And then under the water, there's like weird dolphin noises. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, there's just, there's little moments like that with Aquaman where, you know, I, I couldn't help but That's compare it to mm-hmm. that, the Aquaman movie. And, you know, and no, no, not blaming Zack Snyder. I mean, obviously, I believe though that footage was filmed already. Oh, yeah. But it just kind of bugs me a little bit that, like, why couldn't someone at Warner Brothers tell. Um, the director of the movie and be like, okay, this was some of the scenes. Again, Just be aware in case it ever comes to surface. Right, movie. right. Um, you know, and and I am glad there were some changes. I think it's really silly having to make little air bubbles for them to talk to each yeah, other. It doesn't make Aquaman any sense. Can talk underwater. He doesn't need air bubbles. He doesn't. No, he yeah. doesn't. And it's just it's bizarre. Very, very bizarre. Um, you, you know, the, the Atlantean guard that was taken. They got the little spider device on his head. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, in the movie, they can't... There's only a few that can breathe, uh, you know, on the surface world. And so, like, was he one of those guys that could breathe on the surface world all of a sudden? Right. (laughs) So, yeah, there's just those little little bits, you know, for Aquaman that I don't think worked. Because he unfortunately had the movie that came out. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you block out the movie... If you block out the movie, it's fine. fine. But that's hard to do. Yes. Right. Right. And, and, you know, and again, and maybe that's, that's a warning if you haven't seen this, you know, the Snyder Cut yet. Uh, You just try to block out... I almost want to take this as its own, like, standalone universe in a way. Mm. You know? Like, weirdly enough. Because, you know, besides that, it, it just... 
I think it bugs me that I don't think we're going to get another one. You know, mm. I, I, I'm but sure. It's set up so well for another one. I know, I know. Uh. And he's talked about that he had an idea for, I want to say, five movies Ooh. or something like that. All I heard about was a trilogy. Well, and, and I don't know if this quote was like misquoted or not, but I read somewhere that he said it was a five part trilogy. Which, you know, mathematically doesn't quite mash up. It, it, but it's fine. It's whatever. It's okay. Um, <laughs> who knows? Maybe they will. And and I think that's kind of the miracle about this, too, is was we thought that this was just going to be a cut of the stuff he already filmed. And he just edited it together. But I guess they filmed some new stuff. <laughs> some new... Um, the, the, the nightmare scene right. at the end. Because he had to go back and shoot that with Jared uh-huh. Leto. Yep. Which I... Speaking of that, the nightmare scene, okay. I like this version of Jared Leto's Joker better than what they did in Suicide Squad. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I, I, I still, I'll be honest, I can't stand him as Joker either, and on either side. Fair. Um, at least this was an inch more interesting Joker than mm-hmm. the one in Suicide Squad. That one is that's that's a whole another sad story of, hey, I wonder if that one had a director's cut that mm-hmm. could have made the movie way better than it was. Um, yeah, let's let's talk. Let's let's. We liked how the the characters were were fleshed out. Um, in terms of Steppenwolf's story, mm. I think that's pretty interesting. We finally got a, a, almost like a little brief glimpse at why he was doing what he was doing. Um, what did you think? Did you like kind of the extra scenes that flushed him out? I think we all agree he looked way better. Oh, he right? looks so sick. Graphics were much, much, much better. And like, you know, a little detail of like his armor kind of being alive and like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Super good. Super, super good. But yeah, it's like, I mean, yeah, it's cool. They flesh out the, the hero stories, but you got to flesh out the side character stories too. So like Steppenwolf, you know, showing the extra scenes with Lois and like how she's dealing with things. Like even uh, Martha Kent, how she's dealing with the loss of her son. Mm-hmm. They lost their home. But, like, I I like the aspect of, okay, Steppenwolf, he, you know, spoiler, he tried to, I guess, steal power from Darkseid. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that, was the, that was the impression that I got when, yeah. when he was kind of talking to Desaad about, you yeah. know, almost like making amends. You know, like, he owes Darkseid how many, 500,000 worlds or something like that? Right. Something crazy? Yeah. You don't, um, you don't, excuse my language, you don't piss off Darkseid. Like, <laughs> you know. Laser eye beams to the face. Seppel's lucky he's still alive. Yes. But it was just cool to see like his motivation for doing this. It wasn't just, hey, world conquest. It's like, I want to get back in the good graces of my brother. Like, mm-hmm. And I don't remember them being brothers in the comics, so I don't even know if that's accurate or not. But it was just like another dynamic to it. You know, mm-hmm. peeling back another layer, which for me was like, oh, all yeah. right. Yeah. I, I think they work brothers in the comic. I just... I don't remember him trying to like take power. I thought he was just kind of fell in line like mm. everybody else. Um, yeah, it, it was it was nice. It was refreshing. You know, I, I think it's it's so hard for both Marvel and DC to have good villains. You know what I mean? Like it's pretty rare you got like a really good villain that they can flesh out. So at least this was better than what they had mm-hmm. you know it's like in the original movie we just had steppenwolf come down and he wants these boxes cool you right. know like Why? right right and you know the fact that they never mentioned dark side like ever you know he's the big bad you know what i mean and so yeah those scenes 
um, kind of the flow of of Diana telling about the original battle between everyone, um, I thought was nice. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was edited just a little bit different, yeah. um, but still, it, it was it was effective and. Um, yes, the, you know, the, the Atlanteans and uh, Amazons built these huge contraptions to protect the, oh, the mother box. And what do we humans do? We buried it in the ground. Buried it in a hole, man. Yeah. We're, like humans four feet down. smart. <laughs> SMRT, that's us. <laughs> you know, it's what we do, man. It's what we do. Um, <laughs> it is beautiful. That just, that was just like, that makes so much sense. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's us. That's what we do. Um, yeah, just just little little moments like that. Uh, yes, Manuela. But whose box cracked first? That's true. The Amazons. The Amazons' uh, box cracked first. And then whose box cracked second? Uh, that would be the Atlanteans. So their big contraptions did nothing. So apparently, it's just it was the dirt that made that made it you know stick around so long. Okay. All right. Like, like you know, Mama always say, "God bless the dirt." God bless. The, God bless the dirt. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, what did you think of? I, I want to talk about the epilogue in a second, but okay. just the final, the way the final battle flowed in terms of they they make their assault, um, and you know, almost basically almost mess up even with superman coming in they almost fail and then flash was able to mess with the speed force and time and and shocker he he went back in time right yeah. right which looked very cool visually that yes. was kind of a cool <laughs> very cool like, effect Ooh, that's a cool scene yeah okay. i'm like i like that i like that so what what did you think of of just the final battle and how it how it played out well you know kind of answer that like you know in the original one it felt so quick yes like superman shows up and he beats up Steppenwolf, and then that's it. This one, you know, he does show up, but it's not like a quick thing. It's like, okay, they're getting beat up, they're getting beat up. Superman shows up, and it's not like just Superman whoops up on Steppenwolf. He, like, rallies the troops. It's kind of like, you know, Captain America shows up in the Avengers, and it's like, okay, inspiration there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, Superman's doing his thing, and then in comes Wonder Woman, and comes uh, Aquaman yep. and all that. And then, yeah, they did mess up, but it was cool to have that element of, uh, Barry using the speed force and almost like dad I hope you're proud of me kind of doing like his old internal monologue of dad I just remember you know I was one of the good ones I did this Yep. and they kind of made things right and it was cool I didn't see this part coming but it was kind of cool to just kind of see how they disposed of Steppenwolf yes and so you know they see Superman comes over and just straight Superman punches him and Wonder Woman comes over all you know slow motion chops his head off and his head falls into the portal where Darkseid and all them are. <laughs> yeah. And Darkseid just steps on the head and just kind of gives that menacing look of like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys mean business. Cool. And then... Good you, standoff moment. Yeah, just standoff moment. Yeah. Just like the stare down with like the Justice League. Not being called Justice League, but just them staring down with Darkseid of like, okay, what's the next move? I was like... Right, right. Yeah. I, kudos. I, yeah, definitely... Very, very effective. Um, and I did like just kind of the, almost them going back to normal kind of in their lives, kind of mm-hmm. intercut towards the end. Um, I appreciated that because, again, it was it felt like a good, it felt like a good wrap up and, yeah, you know, kind of setting up some things yeah. in the future. Kind of, you know, the Hall of Justice and, um, you know, especially with the addition of Ryan Choi 
um, which I don't know if you knew this, but he's one of the versions of Adam. Yeah, he's right? like the second Adam. Mm-hmm, that's oh. right. So him having a, a role in this movie was good. Marsh, you know, the Martian Manhunter being in there a little Ooh. bit. Um, I you screamed know. like a little schoolgirl. Well, not out loud because I don't know waking up, but I was right. like, <laughs> yeah, it, I like Martian Manhunter. He's it, one of my and and good. Um, I can't remember the actor's name, but a good actor that that did it um that that played him yes um i think it was good and the, the graphics were good um let's talk a little bit about kind of some bummer parts you know obviously this can't be a perfect movie you know no. there's there was definitely a million flaws with the original cut and i think they fixed a lot of flaws but just some areas like you were telling me a little bit about kind of dark sides portrayal what part of that didn't you like to me, like, Darkseid has always been very menacing and, like, like yeah, he was a big dude for, you know, Snyder's version of him, but mm-hmm. I felt like he wasn't menacing enough. Like, he felt mm-hmm. too small and, you know, he was defeated and it almost like they took a page out of, like, what happened with Thanos where Thor did the, the axe on his shoulder mm-hmm. and he was out. It was like, okay, hold up. If you watch the Justice League animated show, like Justice League Unlimited, the one time where Superman like lets loose and beats up on Darkseid, Darkseid still comes back and is just standing like, oh, okay, that's mm-hmm. all you did? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this Darkseid is a chump. Mm. Why was, should we be scared of him? Gotcha. I, 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 I think I mostly agree with you. I'm kind of curious if they were trying to go for... A couple things here one maybe he was you know again this was what five thousand years ago mm-hmm. you know maybe he was a younger more mm. i don't know immature dark side but i mean it, and and that's only just a small wonder i don't really think that has anything to do with it i think the main thing though that's interesting is you know he he is without the anti-life anti-life equation mm-hmm. right um if you read the comics those really cool beams of <laughs> energy that comes from his eyes that zigzag through and just completely annihilate you it's called his omega beams you know he didn't even use those at all and he didn't have the equation either so i'm I'm wondering you know he's not like depowered per se but you know he's he's not the dark side that we know no that's because the equation's on earth and he hasn't found it yet no right right but you know and and so you know, and maybe that's maybe they meant for that to happen. Um, if you didn't hear Manuela, uh, she was just saying, you know, she did, he didn't have the equation, so maybe that's why. Um, so I think that's the only reason why he may have been just not as powerful as mm. before. I mean, he took out a lot of you know soldiers and, he did. and stuff like that. Um, yeah, he got kind of punked by Zeus a little bit. I but think it's, I mean, it's Zeus, so yeah. you expect him to whoop on somebody. Right, right. Um, seeing Ares there was kind of cool. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. And and I think it's, the only reason, again, is just he didn't have the anti-life equation. He's looking for it. Um, and and I, it again, it kind of goes with Zack setting up the future. You know, perhaps in the next movie, he would have been way more... Menacing. Yeah, way more powerful. Um, I, I for one, I, I kind of already mentioned Aquaman stuff as some stuff that bugged me. Um, besides that, the way that the epilogue flowed and felt, I just think it was weird. It was weirdly edited and... You know, it, it it didn't, like, diminish the movie, but I think 
it was flowing pretty well through the whole entire thing. And then it's just like, okay, I have three end credit scenes, but I'm going to throw them together before the credits. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think that that was, oh, it was a mistake. Um, the, the big talking point, I think, is the whole Batman nightmare scene. Yeah. Um, you know, having that interesting team of heroes and villains, um, having him in this pretty long conversation with Joker, um, and, you know, everyone's afraid of, of Superman and stuff like that. I think that... Uh, oh, Manuela, go ahead. Just going back to the interesting conversation with Joker. Yeah. Um, excuse me, Harley's dead? Oh, yeah. When? How? Why? Where? We don't know. Well, we don't know. Oh, it's okay. just talked about. Yep, it's just... A, just going to throw that in there and then just leave you hanging. All right, well, She's kind of a Harley fan. That's why she wants that's to. That's right. That's right. I, I think with... You know, just a little name drop here and there. Um, because who knows, maybe potentially she would have been in another Justice League movie. Like, I don't I don't even know. Um, so, and just how that scene flowed to him waking up and then all of a sudden Martian Manhunter. We're going to have a conversation with Martian Manhunter. That was a weird kind of transition. Yeah. I liked seeing Martian Manhunter, but it didn't flow well with him just waking up from the dream. Like, it could have just been... Oh, I just had this really messed up dream. Like, and he just, you know, could have just faded off with him just kind of standing off, like on his little deck or whatever. Yeah. And just fade to black that way. Right, right. Him just concerned and knowing that, okay, we saved the world now, but, you know, it, yeah. this isn't over it's by like, any If by anything any happens to Lois, we're screwed. We're screwed. Mm hmm. And yep. for those of you video game fans out there, this is kind of, and I was talking to Ryan about this before we started recording, is this kind of. It's taking a page out of the Injustice story because the thing that makes Superman go bad is the Joker kills, uh, well, he drugs Superman to make him kill Lois. Mm-hmm. She dies. And that's the breaking point. And that happens, I think that's happened a couple times in comics. Yeah, yeah. And and thinking Injustice, she was pregnant too, right? She was pregnant and he didn't know. Right, right. Yeah. Which we kind of get a glimpse of that in the ending of this in chapter six, right? Where they're moving everything back into Martha's or into the Kent family home. Mm-hmm. And, and Batman says, congrats, by the way. And then kind of leaves it at that. But so, is he saying congrats on having a child or was it congrats on being engaged? And she uh, said, yes. I mean, I don't know. A lot I, of possibilities. A lot of possibilities. I mean, they did. There was something I saw that I think. In the nightstand. In the nightstand. Oh, there was a pregnancy pregnancy test. test. Uh, Yeah, that's right. Good job. That's right. But I did see something where there was a storyline where Zack Snyder had where Superman's son was going to become the next Batman. Be the next Batman. I think I read something like that. I could be wrong. Interesting. Interesting. Well, that's... Yeah. There's a lot of what ifs. There's a lot lot of possibilities that Snyder could do if he had his way. Right, right. Which I'm like, give him money. Let him do it. (laughs) Well, you know what? We we, we can probably wrap up the podcast with that question. Um, I I was going to say one other thing that bugged me is I I know there's a lot of, you know, things out there about, oh, that Batman and Joker interaction was the best, but it still just wasn't. I don't know. I, I think if we had Ben Affleck's Batman with Heath Ledger's Joker. Mm-hmm. somehow together 
That's just mean because we'll never get that. I know we'll never get that, but that would have been. I, I just Jared Leto. It just he. At least it felt like he tried a little bit more in with this. It was better this time around. Much better with around. Um, you know, well, I didn't like his laugh. What was that laugh? Yeah, just that a, was not a Joker a laugh. Cackle. Interpretation. Yeah. yeah. You know how hard it is to do a good Joker laugh. Mm-hmm. Ask Mark Hamill. It's not easy. <laughs> it just well, and it, it, it just and makes me wonder, like, why is he there? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it just made no sense. Enemies become allies when the world is ending. But what can he do? Like, how Joker's can he crazy. help? Well, I know that, but how can he help with Superman? He's got a bulletproof vest and a gun. Like, what is he? You know, he has no gadgets or anything like that. The unpredictable factor, though, the Superman's not prepared for. Yeah, I don't know because he knows how to deal with Batman, but he doesn't normally deal with Joker. Maybe. I guess, well, that does lead to the last question. Because I want to say, well, we'll never find out. What do you think it would take Warner Brothers to decide, okay, why don't you do one more? One more movie. I mean, just look at the numbers. I mean, heck, I was watching or watching a reading. No, I was watching a video and apparently the Snyder Cut crashed some of the servers for, or the streaming service in some locations Oh, HBO Max. I didn't know that. Like in Asia and other places because everybody was trying to watch it the night of. Okay. And just couldn't keep up with it. Oh, that's good to know. I didn't know that. So it's like, imagine if this was in theater. If, if this was released on Netflix, we would have already had a press release of like 50 billion views. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Some ridiculous numbers. It, it, so I think that would be interesting to, fe- to see how many people watched it. And yeah, that's, that's the, the thing. Like... How much money is he going... So he spent, I think, $70 million on this cut? Like, yeah, yeah. And again, that was kind of the crazy, like, oh, okay. So we didn't... Again, we didn't just take the stuff that was already filmed and edit it together. Like, they filmed some extra things and $70 million extra to do this cut. Um, do you, Part of me thinks if this made it to theaters, let's say over the summer, they did like a limited engagement... We're going to show a couple times, you know, have an intermission, you know, kind of that kind of thing. Have it in theaters. I think if they did that and it made a crap load of money, I think then I think they'd be more inclined to be like, okay, you're not going to get a five-part trilogy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, math, Zach, math. Um, but you get like one more, one more movie maybe to wrap it up. Mm. Like I I I, I kind of see it going that direction. But would it do well in a theater release? Because everybody's already seen it here. I think it would. I think it would. What what's do you see? Have you been keeping up with what Avatar's been doing in China? What? Like they re-released Avatar, you know, in in Chinese theaters, and it it overtook um, Endgame again as the oh. biggest grossing movie of all time, and it's still making money. That's crazy, right? And so I'm like, okay. I, I think at this point people are starved for movie theater experiences. Actually, I yeah, mean, that would make sense. I was not thinking. me. I I I'm good. Um, <laughs> but I I you yo please yes go yes that's that's great. I am I I don't need it, but I think people would want to see this on a big screen. You wouldn't go to the movies with me. Mm, you buy me popcorn. If you butter me up. Okay. All right. Sounds good. And and besides, the go-to you guys movie. Are so corny. The go-to movie treat, by the way, is the, you got to get your chose and you got to get your your vanilla coke. That's Fair what enough. you got to do. 
Fair enough. None of this popcorn nonsense. Come That's on. true. Come oh, on. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> right? Shows. Like, can you imagine this summer? Limited engagement, 60 days. It'll be in your local theaters. They'll have Justice League, Zack Snyder, you know, collector's cups and, and Stop tins. It. Stop it. Because I would already be like, yep, I'm yes, going. Yes, Let's go. we would. I'm calling out of work the next day. Because overall, despite the things that we may not like about it, you know, again, the blog just... Just do it like a traditional ending, man. Just, mm-hmm. like, have them scattered in the credits. Like, yes. not bunched up together. You know, like, the, it, it, sign, I think it significantly improved the original movie. Oh, the original yeah. movie. Easily. You know, and, 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 which is hard to do because that was garbage. This was definitely better. I think, I, I think if, if it was to release this summer, get some money. And it will make money. I, I think a lot of people will go watch it. Then I think they'd be more inclined to make some, ma- make another one. If that happens, you heard it here first. That's right. We make a lot of predictions, folks. Um, are they always correct? Meh. You know, maybe not. But, you know, it's fun. It's fun. It's yeah. fun to dream. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Overall, Intercode Podcast gives it two thumbs up. Uh, four thumbs up. Four thumbs up. Okay. Um, Because you got two, I got two. Okay. Four out of five collector boxes. I don't know. We need something. Not stars. Or thumbs. What can we do? Four out of five batterings. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Four out of five batterings. All right. Four out of five hard to find um, G.I. Joe classified figures. Too soon. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) No. Stop it. Okay. Fine. I almost cackled like the joker there. I'm not even going to try. I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like it. Because Jared Leto sucks. No, it's... It's not even a cackle. It's like a cat dying. Old man trying to stand up sound. Poop myself. Okay, looking at the audacity like... (laughs) <laughs> like sound bars that just went through. Holy cow! You're that welcome. was that was insanity. Uh, thank you, everyone, so much for tuning in and listening. We definitely recommend it. You know, you should give it a try. If you hated the the first edition of this movie, it they improve on it tremendously, and you're I think you'll have some more enjoyment. Out you of owe it. it to yourself. It's not a perfect movie, but man, like. It, it just, it works having this extended cut with these characters being flushed out. I think we can, we tease, like, I would say we tease Zack Snyder a little bit with his action in terms of, like, the fast, you know, you go super fast and then slow-mo shot and then mm-hmm. super fast and slow-mo shot. Um, but I think he does a good job of fleshing out characters, you know? Like... I, I I'm impressed. I, I am impressed. And good job, Zach. Especially with these characters that have years upon years upon years of character development in comics and in other media. Like this was important that we had this for movies. So what a cool experience. I, I feel again, I feel like I want to call it a miracle again because I, I don't see this happening with any other films, you know? Mm. Like it'd be cool, but I just like how did this happen? We th- This actually literally happened. I never would have thought in a million years that, you know, us complaining on the internet would actually have gotten us a different cut of the movie, you know? But it happened. It, it actually happened. Um, 
If you have any topics or any comments or suggestions about the podcast itself or your thoughts on Zack Snyder's Justice League, again, go to our Twitter or Facebook page at EnterCodePod. Leave us a comment. Let us know what your thoughts are. Um, If you have any questions for us that we want to discuss on the next episode, uh, leave us a comment there. Or again, go to Anchor.fm and leave us a voicemail. Um, yeah, leave us a voicemail sharing your opinion on the movie. We'll splice right. it in. That's right. It'll be fun. It'll be fun to collect a whole bunch of people's thoughts. So um, thank you so much for listening. The People's Edition. Ooh. I would love to do the People's Edition. That'd be great. Um, and then drop the People's Elbow on on this jabroni that's sitting next to me. Yeah, I want to see you trying to do a People's Elbow. <laughs> We hope you guys have a great morning, (laughs) afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening to this, and we'll see you next time. Later.